There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, welcome to the family with Hackmaster, Ralph Curry of MD, Andy Ram Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back, kick things off. Kristen Bird is going to join us, right? Yep, I believe so. Kristen with us next with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda, encountered a hailstorm. Adjusters flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. I do that every Tuesday. I know you do. Why the hell do I do that every Tuesday? Bring Cut a it smile out. to it's your catchy. face. catchy. Mm-hmm. Not to go. Not like that, though. No. Kristen Burt, what's up, sister? Not much. What's up with you? We missed you last week. I know. I got another week coming up. I have to leave tomorrow uh, morning, actually during the middle of the morning show. 
because I have to go see a couple of people who may not be with us much longer. I can't say who, but uh, two different situations. We're losing uh, one woman and one man. And keeping I, the other one a secret, too? Yeah. Uh, well, I think. I guess. Yeah. Don't you think? For privacy's sake. For privacy's sake, yeah. So. <clears throat> that I'm sorry is the, to hear that. <clears throat> well, thank you very much. It's it's going to be a quite the trip. There's no, because we have to. We have yeah, to go out of right, town. Right in the middle of, yeah, I'm getting married and going on a honeymoon. You're going to Nashville. Yep. There's all sorts of stuff happening in this month, and then all of a sudden, people start Boom. dying. It's like, hmm. Uh-oh. Mm. Hey, she's here. She showed up. <clears throat> oh, your last trip to the uh, podcast there, Daisy. Daisy? The new what? building doesn't allow dogs. Oh, yeah, that's right. Four that's the, be- the downside of the new building. Actually... Yeah, exactly. Daisy's There's enough good. animals in this room the They're way just it May is. and Jupiter and <laughs> Thank you. Oh, listen to you. <laughs> well, it's true. Uh, no I got to deny Jude's craziness. Before we launch into entertainment news, <clears throat> I got to read this story because. Now, listen, even as a commie lefty that you are, Kristen Burke. Mm-hmm. You have yeah. to admit these people have now lost their minds. They 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 have gone so far over the deep end. Are you ever going to be able to bring them back? Are we ever going to be able to bring this country back? Is my question. Well, not uh, hopefully not to where they want it. Okay, here's the latest news from the psychopaths. New York City is cracking down on xenophobia with new guidelines that ban calling people illegal aliens in an attempt to demean, humiliate, or harass them, (laughs) threatening to call immigration and customs enforcement in an attempt to discriminate, or telling anyone to, quote, now this is going to be against the law in New York City, to say, speak English. Yeah. They can't do that. New York City doesn't override federal law. No. There's no way. You can't say go back to your country, but I say that to Kristen all the time. I say, why don't you go back to where you came from, sister? And stay Boston. there. Boston. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she goes, Boston. <laughs> why don't you go back to where you came from, Boston? I don't think Boston wants me. I have R's in my alphabet. They do not. <laughs> ah. <laughs> well, yeah, how do you, they say your name? Kisten? Because they don't say R. No. You know, for some reason, it's it, very overemphasize the R in my name. So either it's one or the other where it's like Kirsten or it's like an ah. So if it's at the end, so if it's at the end, like car would be ka, but then it's like overemphasized when it's actually smooshed in the name or the word. So it's such a strange accent, honestly. And I I can do like the lazy R thing, like the ka. Um, I cannot do the er thing that they do with the R's when it's smooshed in my name. Like that. It's it's very strange. It's a very particular dialect, and people think a Kennedy New England accent is a New England accent. It is not. A Kennedy accent is a Kennedy accent, and a Boston accent is one thing. A Maine accent is another thing. They're all very regional. Well, the Kennedy accent is just uh, like uh, mobster talk, isn't it, pretty much? Since that entire family is a bunch of mobsters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but without, like, a, a New York accent, so it's like... It has this cadence of, like, we're always making a speech. Yeah. But we're sort of mobsters. Chris and I have been working together for eight years because she just ignores whatever I say and moves forward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make my point, whether you like it or not. <laughs> whether you like it or not, pal. 
I love that. Uh, Buddy. But, oh, God, here we go. So I'm going to start from the top, and then I'll finish the story, and we can move on from there. Okay, you ready? New York City is cracking down on xenophobia with new guidelines that ban calling people illegal aliens in an attempt to demean, humiliate, or harass them, threatening to call immigration and customs enforcement in an attempt to discriminate, or telling anyone to speak English or go back to your country. The penalty for defying the prohibition by the city's commission on human rights, a quarter of a million dollar fine. Yeah, good luck with that, New York. Not going to happen, what? is it? There's no way. Is there prison time? Uh, doesn't say anything about, well, might, maybe. How would New York City profit from that? Yeah, exactly. The city first announced the ban last week, noting hate has no place here. Oh, there's plenty of hate in New York. I don't know if yeah, you've ever for been real. there or not in your own city, but well, there's a lot of hate. projection, because they are some exactly. of the most hateful, xenophobic people in the world. That's, so. that's quite true, actually. They're like, actually, we're so non-xenophobic that we're going to make it illegal. I love New York, but man, the people that I and I do I like the fact that the people are so direct, but they have their own ideas of what how or how things should be. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about that. So we are proud to have worked with the New York City Commission on Human Rights to produce and release this important guidance as we combat the federal government's rhetoric of fear. Oh, so in other words, this is Trump's yep, fault. No, Trump did it. Oh my <clears throat> God. Rhetoric of fear and xenophobic policies that have threatened the health and well-being of immigrant communities, says who? The head of the mayor's office of immigrant affairs. What's his name or her name? I don't know if it's a man or a woman, but the the person who just said that our president is uh, uh, basically a racist, Bita Mostafi. Yeah, you did pretty horrible here, huh? Yeah, you really did horribly here in America, didn't you? The head of the mayor's office of immigrant affairs. I think you're doing quite well whether you were born here or not, and I don't really care if you were born here or not. I just really watch my mouth when you're criticizing the president of the United States, all of you, whether you were born here, not born here. I don't care what your skin color is or any of those arguments that white people love to make. Are there people of color? Oh, shut up. <laughs> Yeah, person of no color. What do you think of that? I said person of no color. But, uh, yeah, why don't we calm down with all this? It's never going to fly. Uh, there will be a federal lawsuit all over the entire yeah. city of New York if they try to do this. It ain't going to sure work. Will. I just don't Why do they have to do this, Kristen? Explain that to me. Um, because everybody in New York City, or like let's say 97%, can't stand Trump. Um, and then I think a lot of people think because Trump speaks his mind, other people think that they can speak their mind. Okay. And, uh, they're just going to come up with laws that, listen, are a waste of everyone's time. Because, yes, right. I mean, listen, anyone that says it, it's rude. Okay. It's completely rude. If you're like, go back to your country, it's insensitive. However, should you be arrested for it? Come on. Of course We not. have so many bigger issues in this country. Right. New York City has right. its own set of issues. We don't have time for that, honestly. No, I, I, I Call agree someone out that. and be like, you're rude and, you know, you're xenophobic. You can call them xenophobic. Maybe they won't even know what the word is and they'll have to look Google it. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> well, that works for me. Yeah, whatever happened to just yeah. manning up and saying, you suck. Yeah, you like, suck. You suck. But, like, really, I, like I mean, exactly. like, people used to just you know, mm-hmm. tell each other like it was, and now everyone's just so afraid to speak their, you know, they're, they're, they want to speak their mind if no, if there's no repercussion for it. Well, that's the big problem in Minnesota, is everyone's so afraid of confrontation that they'd rather just make confrontation illegal. Right. Well, yeah. Pretty much true. So that's what they're trying to do in New York. They're trying to make confrontation 
or saying, you know, so I, I, I'm when I whenever I get tech support, <clears throat> there are certain countries that the tech tech support comes from that I cannot understand the accent. The Welsh. Yeah, you got that right. Yet there's others that I, I'm able to understand. So if, if I get somebody from India, it's hard for me to understand. But I get somebody from Mexico, it, I, I can understand it, it much, much, much yeah. easier. And I don't know, what, so what am I supposed to say? Am I supposed to say, you know, to someone who's from India, says, get a Spanish accent? You know, I, I don't know what, how to, you have to be able, should be able to tell people, <laughs> hey, you should speak English better. Maybe, can you say that? You should speak English better. Yeah, what's like, wrong with that? I feel like if you move to a country, then you should speak that language, well, regardless of what that country is. I agree. Or at the, least attempt to. The Jews that are supposed yeah, to be yeah. come back to Spain uh, to get up. Uh, Ashkenazi? Get, uh, the, uh, the, is it the Ashkenazi? No. Right. The Ashkenazi are the primary group in America. Oh, I You're thought probably, Ashkenazi was a... No. Oh, no, it's, uh, it starts with an S. Uh, the Sephardic? Sephardic. Sephardic. The Sephardic Jews are coming Sephardim. back to Spain yep, right. to go back to Spain and get their get their citizenship. Have to take a basic Spanish test mm. to get that oh, citizenship. Gee. And if they don't lisp enough, it doesn't count. <laughs> they don't, roll the, don't roll their R's. They say the, the yeah. C wrong. They're screwed. In Spain, yeah. Yeah, it's true. You're absolutely right. Very different from Mexican Spanish. It is very, very different. So to close the uh, story, it says, Today's guidance makes abundantly clear that there is no room for Kristen Bird in New York City. Uh, there is total room. I lived there for that's, nine years. It's not what it says here. I guess you're out now. <laughs> lies. Lies. <laughs> all lies. More media lies. <laughs> yeah, more media lies. lies from Tom. It's lies with a Z. It's L-I-E-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z. Lies. Lies. <laughs> that's, is that a, that's, a, that's a Boston spelling? That is my spelling on oh. text. When, like, my friends are like, well, mm. tell me something. I'm like, lies. You know, you were and talking about that, that. that Maine and uh, Upper New Hampshire and that, that accent. I, will, I think it was Pepperidge mm-hmm. Farm that actually had a commercial one time. <laughs> and they a bunch of people from, from northern New Hampshire, and they're talking about Pepperidge Farm, this and that, and the other thing. And Grandpa or dad comes in and he looks at his daughter and most people went, what did he say? Because he goes like this. He goes, what about your father's strawberries? <laughs> and they're like, what? What did he just say? What about your father's strawberries? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Pepperidge Farm remembers. What about your father's strawberries? <laughs> now that borders on a Kennedy accent, yeah. honestly. It does, Pepperidge yeah. Farm remembers. It's funny. Uh, that and I can always hear it, and other people can't hear it. But if you want to hear what a Kennedy accent sounds like in 2019, just watch any um, Martin Sheen film where he plays a Kennedy. Like he does the Kennedy accent, he doesn't do a Boston accent. Yeah, he does. You're absolutely or a New right. Accent. Yeah, you are absolutely right about that. So yeah, I mean that's uh, we'll, we'll just keep an eye on this whole thing because uh, uh, I just I might start talking like that all the time. Well, you found the strawberries. We're talking about the guy on the show. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I think it'll be great. I'll just mumble up a storm for the rest of my life. What do you think? That sounds amazing. Like old man yells at the sky. That's a fun meme. Oh, I love yeah. old man yells at the sky. <laughs> uh, you know, one thing I really like is people send me, a lot of people send me the tweet of God. <laughs> Have you ever read the tweet of God? Yeah, yeah I think I introduced yeah. it to you. Long time ago. Did you? Oh, did you really? Because yeah. I know uh, it's when you were Doc, on Twitter. I know that uh, Joe from Louisville is all over it too. He's yeah. On it. But I, one of my favorite things about that whole thing that that tweet of God. 
God tweeted just about two, three weeks ago, do you assholes actually think I care about you? (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny if you ask me. Even God has turned on American people now because we're so uh, ornery and argumentative. And so can you get through a day anymore in America without getting an argument with someone? Is that possible? I can, but I think I avoid conflict. You do not. Not with me, you don't. You're always going right at, right down my throat. Right for the right for the jugular. <laughs> right for the jugular of Tom. That's exactly right. So it'll all work out in the end. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we're going to get to a couple of movies here in a second. But I, I just, I'm just trying to figure out if we'll ever get past the point where these ridiculous new laws are being put in place. And everybody's arguing that everybody hates everybody else. No, it's just the news media, the politicians, and... Uh, everybody else. Not everybody <laughs> else. There was one more group. It's the politicians, it's the news media, oh, and Hollywood. Hollywood hates everybody. Why do they hate everybody, Kristen? Um, they don't hate everybody. It's just if you're not, if you don't think like them, they hate you. Yeah, so, well, that's right. Right, you know, exactly. Have, yeah, I mean, you have to be like liberal-minded. You know, it's funny. I, I think all the time because conversations, people now openly talk about how much they hate Trump here in Hollywood. Right. And I always think in these conversations because I'd prefer just not to talk about them at all, but. I wonder how many people around me are actually Trump supporters when people are like, oh, my God, can you believe what he did today? Oh, my God, he's crazy. Oh, my gosh, I hate him. And I think that there are probably at least one or two in a group conversation that secretly like him, but just play along with the I hate him because it's part of like a Hollywood thing to do. But when did I know we got a break in a second here, but Kristen, when did liberals and and progressives lose their way? Because what they're doing right now is not progressive or liberal. They're trying to crush other people's viewpoints. That is not progressive, and it is not liberal. What are they doing? Yeah, I mean, it's. I feel like everything got lost on both sides of the equation yeah, it's in true. 2016. 2016 to me was the turning point. Uh, a campaign will never go back to like eh, it was a little dirty of a campaign. I mean, these campaigns oh, no. are going to be mud slinging, dirty, filthy, exactly. So, mm-hmm. and I, it kind of makes me sad because I'm like, we lose the idea. There's so many issues that need to be addressed, and yeah. instead, it's like who's got the cutest tweet today? Yeah, I understand. We got to take a break. Be right back with Kristen Burt and the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. 
There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. We're not going to take it. We're not going to take it anymore because you don't agree with me, therefore I hate your guts. I have a question for you, Krista. Mm-hmm. I know a guy that came out in favor of gay marriage about 17 years ago. I know another guy that talked a lot uh, over the past 30 years about how race doesn't matter, that everybody needs to be treated the same, not better, not worse. Uh this guy gives away a lot of dough with his wife to people in need. Wouldn't that describe a, a liberal and a progressive? You would think. No. Well, yeah, that's what you would think. But this person is is probably the most right-wing, right-wing conservative you'll ever meet in your entire life. According to the newspaper. There you go. That's correct. That's correct. You know who I was describing? Who? Me. <laughs> what are you laughing about? What about my father's strawberries? Uh, why are you laughing at that? It's true, you know. You're the most right-wing person you know? No, no. I'm, I am I'm an actual, I am a real progressive liberal. Not like these fakes now that get pissed off at everybody over everything. I don't get upset by that because I have testicles. <laughs> right? <laughs> And I just mean that as a guy thing. That women, you, you get ovaries, I get testicles. That's it. We have a nice balance. But seriously, I don't, I don't, I've never liked one of our presidents. I think they're incredibly arrogant people, and they're very, very self-important, obviously. They're just not my kind of people. But I would never, they just passed a, a little uh, law here, uh, verbal law, that when Donald Trump comes to Minneapolis in uh, nine days, the mm-hmm. Minneapolis police cannot wear their uniforms if they're standing next to him. Do you know that, Ralph? What are they supposed to wear? No. Just street clothes. Nope. The mayor, Mayor Jacob Fry, ruled that if you're standing on the on the uh, uh, the stage with the president or standing next to him, guarding him, you cannot wear your Minneapolis police officer's uniform because the city of Minneapolis does not recognize him. Is there anyone on earth who thinks Jacob Fry is a good human? I hope not, because he is one horrible human being who's just sure on, on, he's climbing the ladder and he's using us as the rungs. Mm-hmm. How much do you want to bet they're going to wear them anyway? Because they're well, cops. Yeah, they can't, he can't make them I they're, they're wear cops. certain clothing. I think they'd have to wear their uniform, well, wouldn't they? Well, yeah, if they're in the line of duty, they have to. I would think Unless so. Unless they're undercover, but they're, which they're not. But maybe they I, the, I, that's a, that's an awfully mean thing to do. I, it, that's, that's, well, yeah. yeah, it's rude. It's disrespecting the not office. only the yep. yeah, not only the president, but also the officers who are choosing to do that duty. That's exactly it. So, <clears throat> why do they do that kind of thing? Do you think, Kristen? What's that all about? 
What the cities? Why do they do that? Yeah. I, I mean, I well, I think that you're seeing a backlash to anything that Trump does. I mean, you see a lot of cities, especially here on the West Coast, uh, declaring that they're sanctuary cities and they're not going to follow any sort of immigration policy that Trump puts out there. And um, it's everything is black or white. Nothing is gray mm-hmm. in 2019. No, you're, you're either on right one side that. or the other. Which is and not I true. I think that there are a lot of gray situations. Uh, do we need immigration reform? Yes. Do we mm-hmm. need to treat? Uh, I don't. I don't agree how they are. You know, holding some of these people in. You know, what they're calling cages. But you know, they're they're they're, they're fenced in. The conditions aren't great. Let's, I mean, that's, I don't think that there's any sort of argument about that. Mm-hmm. I also think, though, that people that commit violent crimes that aren't legal immigrants in the United States should not be here. But I think there are other situations where we need to take a closer look and find out if there's a way we can, they can stay here if they're you know, paying taxes and they're mm-hmm. doing everything that they possibly could but just don't have the right papers. So, I mean, I, I, I do think that there's a lot of gray in that. And then I think that there's black and white. If you're a convicted criminal, you're a violent criminal, and you don't, you're not a citizen of the U.S., why should you be here? Why should we spend the money right, even to have you incarcerated? So, so, so if, a, so if someone uh, comes to America illegally, uh, I wonder if it would be a reasonable thing to say, hey, if you pay taxes for 10 years, then you, you're on a path to citizenship. There you go. Uh, well, and I want to ask, and I, I um, don't know the complete accuracy about what I'm going to say, so correct me, but didn't Reagan do some type of amnesty where the, those types of situations happen? People who were paying yes. taxes got amnesty. Yep. Obeying the law. And, you know, and I do know several um, DACA or Dreamers, um, and they're they're stressed out because, you know, they were brought here as babies, uh, but they're contributing to society, went to college, paid taxes. <clears throat> you know, I'm not sure that just telling someone who was brought here by their parents at three they just have to go back to a country where they don't know the language or mm-hmm. they don't know anyone anymore there. I understand it. Why don't you run for president? I can't do it. Why not? <laughs> because I like myself. Too, I like my life too much. I like my <laughs> privacy too much. Um, yeah, there's a lot. I mean, there's so many things. I don't but, understand. It sounds like the worst job in the world, it honestly. Does. But if you don't become the president of the United States, how can I ever say, you know who's a horrible person? <laughs> President you can hate me. Wouldn't that be amazing? I could go after you every day and be phenomenal. I want to be like terrible. President KB because all my friends call me KB, so I'm going to be like President KB. President KB, that works for me. I KB, KB, the president. No, I would have no problem with you being the president. You're pretty even keel. I want somebody even keel. Do we have anybody even keel? I don't well, think. I don't think they run for president. They don't. Do that. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. They don't. I, I, run honestly, for any anybody who has actual kindness I, I don't think can yeah. be a president yeah i think you're right so is anywhere in the constitution is it implied that you have to be mentally ill to become president or run for <laughs> office well the, all the ones i've seen there's age restriction mental yeah well you, you you think it through think it through you know what i really I mean, love is how people embrace their party and oh my god it's just magnificent you know it's the greatest party ever Harry Truman, what a great... Pre- he was a member of the Klan, for God's sake. Ah, how do horrible. we forget things like that? I mean, how do you forget that Harry Truman was a member of the Klan in Missouri? Well, he wasn't a good guy, but I think he was part of a Klan by default. Oh, like, is that right? Like birth. He just had to be clan 
Basically, it's like the Hitler Youth. If someone was in the Hitler Youth, it just just means they were young when Hitler was in power. That's true. You're right about that. But meaning their parents sort of influenced their maybe thought process. Yeah, what a child does is meaningless. Okay, now Kristen, moving on to the Hollywood information. It is true. Moving on to Hollywood information. Um. John Wick, you know John Wick, parts one, two, and three? Mm-hmm. The character John Wick did a movie review yesterday. Of Rambo? <laughs> yeah. Of and he, and he, so John Wick did a, did a movie review, and he said, my God, Rambo, Last Blood is way too violent. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, my God. Kristen, have you seen this movie? John Wick? No. Or Rambo? Rambo. Are you talking about Joker, because the Joker director compared, because I was like, John Wick was in the news yesterday because Todd Phillips, who directed Joker, compared the movie to John Wick. That was a big story yesterday. No, but I saw saw Rambo Last Blood over the weekend. Uh uh, It gets a little violent, I will tell you that. Holy God. They all do. Yeah, they're very violent. I can handle some of the violence, And, and honestly... Loud noises, even in horror films where you know it's completely fake and everything else, like those sudden sharp noises, or if you're in like one of like the total slasher porn type of movies where you just start hearing like gunshots or like gross, I I can't handle any of it. It's just horrifying to me. Yeah, I understand. um, understand. Yeah. Those are not my movies. A very quick aside, because you just remind me of something, then I'll get back to talking about uh, Hollywood. Lisa Ling. Do you know Lisa Ling at all? I don't know her personally, but I followed her career. All right. Well, I used to have her on the show all the time. Uh, I haven't had her on recently because I think I'm banned by CNN or something. I don't know what that's all about. (laughs) What'd you do? I did something. I don't know what it is. But I watched Lisa Ling's report on CNN the other night. Did you see that? Her pornography story? The average age of the American male that watches tons of pornography. You ready? Go ahead. Eight to 14. <gasps> Eight-year-old boys are watching tons no. of pornography on the Internet. Oh, that makes me so sad. I thought I you were going to be like, like, like 65 Yeah, that was guys. my <laughs> original <laughs> guess. Oh, no. there's, there's nothing funny about that. That is no. That is, Tragic. Eight to fourteen-year-olds are sitting watching tons of pornography on the internet. Oh, I just mom that imprint stuff up. on your brain that you do not want. As an adult, oh, you're fully formed; it's fine. But as a kid, that is tragic. Eight years old. I get- eight years old. Yeah, that doesn't even make sense. Wouldn't you, if you were a little kid watching pornography at eight years old, when you go up and go, "Hey, mom, why don't you have a tattoo on your pubic bone?" <laughs> Sure. <laughs> like all the other women I see on the internet. Well, think about all the well, parents. You... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Well, just think about all the parents that um, that just hand their kids tablets. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, but and at then, the same time, and, what it is your age. Like, you don't, don't... All it takes is one bad kid at their school to say, hey, look at this. I suppose that's true. That's all it takes, and then that's what they do. I mean, like, it's not, un... it, it's not you know, surprising to me at all because... Everybody gives their kids tablets now to shut them up, and yeah. an eight-year-old boy who saw just a little something at school <laughs> is going to go research that on the internet. God, I remember as a kid, 
you know, the teenage, or not even teenage boys, just young boys, you know, 10, 12, 13 years old, they would watch that one channel. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The channel where it was, I had all the bars and the yeah, static yeah. on it, and yeah. every once in a while you got a glimpse of a boob. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> that was like the highlight of their life. Yeah. <laughs> now but it's it, everywhere. But yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't surprise me because we've gotten so tech tech focused even with our kids that Mm -hmm. that's what happens i gotta be honest with you though thinking back to when i was eight years old and i do remember this i was at the ymca in north minneapolis or was it a ywca i don't know it was a y and i know that but i was like eight years old and i went in there Kristen burt and Mm -hmm. so i go into the men's locker room because i have to pee okay now, I'm like, I might have been seven even. I was seven or eight years old, something like that. And I had never seen a, a grown man's penis before. <laughs> Guy comes out of the shower, I almost fainted. I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> what is that all about? Honestly, God, I was like, I had no, because as a little kid, you have no idea that you would, you know, your body gets bigger, but you think, well, this will probably be all about the same size. But no, I found out that day that that's not true at all. <laughs> Don Knotts walks out of the shower. <laughs> Honest, Don Knotts. <laughs> and I know you had the same reaction, Kristen. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, ah, no. Nah, I no. haven't been into the men's room lately unless, uh, as an adult, I need to use the restroom and there's no one in there. Yes, well, I understand that's that completely. Right. Or then that's, and that's the, of course, that's the time when you start thinking that maybe you're questioning your gender. And you got to go bad. That's when you question your gender the most, and you go right in the other bathroom. Boom. No, no it's when I actually question men who are architects who design one stall for the ladies and 16 for the men because you guys have urinals and you'll have stalls. And I'm like, seriously, we need like 35 to your one stall. Oh, wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're touching a nerve here. <laughs> yeah, oh, 35. Have you ever? <laughs> Any lady will tell you how much time we waste waiting in line for a lecture. Yeah, that, that is, is true. true. Yeah, I bet that is so, true. Well, wait, wait a second, wait a second. Now, the, now, you go into the bathroom, there's only two stalls for men. And there's urinals. So in women's bathrooms, there's mm-hmm. just two stalls? Well, yeah, they don't have Sometimes urinals. they are. Sometimes yeah. it's the same amount, and <clears throat> it, it needs to be bigger. Because, right. uh, listen, we have different equipment, and it's harder to pull clothes off sometimes. Yeah. Oh, Ladies yeah. have their monthly issues they need to deal with. It takes a little bit more time to go rent? through a bathroom stall. <laughs> yeah, well, ladies have their periods, believe it or not, people. But uh, that's the thing. I mean, <laughs> it's just a different people. thing, and you need to double the size of a lady's restroom compared to the men. Yeah, but you have to. You now you're going to have to give up that lounge area that you have there, where yeah. you yeah. can sit around. You can do makeup and chit chat, and there's a, oh, give me a break. <laughs> I would rather what? give up what? the lounge area. <laughs> And so I could pee faster. I don't want to wait in line in a smelly bathroom for a long time. Yeah, that's because women are kind of they're they're not they're not as polite in the bathroom as men. But, but we talked about oh, this yeah, two weeks ago, so and I don't get, I don't pick at that scab <laughs> men are anymore. So clean. <laughs> well. Yes, men are just tight. Although I have never seen a, a a restroom messed up as the women's room at KQ. Holy Christ. I've heard that. What that are you doing women's in the women's bathrooms room? are just like disgusting. You had to go to the bathroom. No, I, I was in the women's room because the camera I had in there burned out, so I had to put a new one in. 
Do, cam- do cameras even burn out? They don't burn out, do no. they? they? Run out of burn power out. or something. <laughs> Whatever. Back when they had little candles to take the photo. Yeah, yeah. a little oh, yeah. candle flash. That'd be good. We'll take a break. Be right back. I want to. I want to ask Kristen Burt about the Irishman. I got a bunch of questions about Hollywood with Kristen Burt right after this at the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Burt, we tell her every Tuesday that this hour goes by faster than any hour of the week just because she's so damn entertaining. Thanks. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's all I get. Yeah. No uh, Emmy speech. Thanks, I guess. No, I listened to enough Emmy speeches last week. I was in the theater, so yeah. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, spe- speaking of which, I looked at the red carpet, and this may be the first award show, first award show where the men were dressed better than the women. That's true. Especially that guy with that hat. Oh, I love the hat. I thought that it was a perfect, was unbelievable. That, great. That shark fin hat or whatever I, that I was. I wish I could wear a hat like that, but... Yeah, you and I can't I, wear that. I don't have the strength to, to wear that. No, it's very, very true. <clears throat> so, Kristen... Why is the Irishman yeah. three and a half hours long? What the hell are they thinking? <laughs> three and a half? Because three. when you have an ep- it's it is three two. and a half. Oh my it's God. three and a half hours the good long. News, the good news is that it's Netflix, so you don't have to go to the theaters to watch it. Eventually, it'll be out on the streaming oh, service, yeah, and you can do a real intermission and have snacks and use the restroom and everything else. The three and a half hours in the theater is far too long, as we all oh, have God, discussed many times ridiculous. over. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. You could do 120, 120, and 120. You'd have three separate movies on Tuesday, mm-hmm. Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, they, they, right? Yeah, we've talked. We talk, they really should bring back intermission. They really they should. They really should. I would yeah. love it. Yeah, Christian needs to get I would love it. I love watching old movies and there's an intermission built in. Yeah. T, uh, TCM does it all the time. I'm like, this is so great. Yeah. It feels fancy. So, Kristen, I told you about watching Laurel and Hardy's Sons of the Desert, didn't I? Uh, no. Laurel and Hardy's movie, Sons of the Desert, 54 minutes long, baby. <laughs> now we're talking. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. And laughs from start to finish. Oh, God, yes. You did laugh from start to finish, there's no doubt. But 54 minutes, I thought, this is heaven. Mm-hmm. I get to be entertained, and then I get to leave. It's a wonderful thing. But, yeah, I went and saw uh, uh, Rambo Last Blood on, uh, I don't remember when I went and saw it. Sunday. I went and saw it on Sunday with Michael Bryant. And we were laughing up a storm because it was so incredibly violent. It was way over the top. I do want to see the Irishman, but so what's the early word uh, on the Irishman? Excellent. Yeah. Um, it opened at the New York Film Festival, and it was standing ovation. People love it. You know, for Netflix, they really breathe a sigh of relief because they spent $160 million oh, on this. Man. And, you know, it's going to be hard to make that money back because I think a lot of us are just going to say, hey, I'm going to wait until it's on Netflix, which I already subscribed to. Yep. I don't need to go to the movie theater and spend all that money. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. But you are subscribing to Netflix. Yeah. So they they had the they may have the right. money already. That monthly fee adds but up. Nine ninety, but nine ninety nine a month versus seventeen dollars here in LA is a big difference. Yep. I just like I said, I'm going to do a one one twenty one twenty one twenty or whatever it is one fifteen whatever the hell it is. I'm, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just get it done that way, and I'll be. Just leave me alone. Well, what Netflix should do is, like, when they have, like, these premium movies or featured movies, you know, if you want to watch it, just charge a dollar. Like yeah. you would at Redbox or something yeah, like that. That true. way they're making mm-hmm. some money. That's a good idea. So they're, they're making money already. There's a there's a large number of people who pay their nine ninety nine a month and don't watch Netflix. Yep. But, the money that they're, that but the money that they're putting out for these big feature films, they're not getting back in subscriptions. No, no they're, get, they're getting back in new subscriptions. Because I thought that they were like going bankrupt. Subscription. subscription. Oh, I thought it, they were going bankrupt, though. They're hemorrhaging yeah. money pretty bad. They yeah. Are, yeah. So they to are. make up, I, mean, like, <laughs> I wouldn't mind paying a dollar to see The Irishman. No, extra, I wouldn't you know, either. Extra for bucks. these like no. featured films, no, well, that's basically the Amazon Prime model: is that it some is, yeah. movies are free and others you have yep. to pay like yep. three, four dollars to rent. Yeah, that's correct. And that works well. Mm-hmm. That is correct. So yes, I should definitely see The Irishman then, Kristen. Yes, but it's going to arrive in your home, so just watch it on your couch. You're going to be much happier. Mm-hmm. Will Catherine be there by tea? my side? She will. She will hold your hand, and you guys can have theme snacks for each of the nights you watch. I love it. Works for me. Theme snacks. Theme snacks. Uh, well, theme snacks. Well, yeah, well, what, what kind of theme snacks would you have? Well, I am a chips and dip girl. So, like one night, I'd probably do like a chips and guacamole, like Mexican night, and then the next night, I might do like a classic chip and dip. Um, I might mix it up and do like a hot dip the last night because we're finishing up the movie and <laughs> yep. it requires a special dip. That's right. And it's <laughs> in my house. And then that third night, that third night of romance, hot dip, you know, it's a, it's a hot night. I mean, I can see that. that that's that Dave loves sense. it when I eat pretzels and peanut butter. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not loud at all. Jesus. He says my head's hollow. You know, one of my favorite, you just said that you'd have a Mexican night, Kristen. Mm-hmm. Remember the scene in the office where Steve Carell says to a Spanish guy, "Is there anything I should call you other than Mexican?" <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was a derogatory term. <laughs> 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 That's very funny, actually. Uh, should I call you something other than Mexican? <laughs> That's real nice there. Um, okay, what else is coming out that I that I will want to see? Anything good? Well, Joker's the big movie yeah. of the weekend, yeah. of course, and that's really controversial. 
And they're, you know, trying to say, just decide for yourself how you feel about the violence. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix's performance is supposed to be outstanding. I have not seen it yet, but uh, again, the huge Oscar buzz is definitely there for yeah, this film. Yeah, that trailer I, I watch, it, and it's a movie I'd like to see, but man, it's just a lot. Of, and the violence is absolutely consistent with that character and with yeah. the whole story and and whatnot. Uh, and they, I guess, you get a sense of uh, a, for, a foreshadowing of the violence. In the trailer, mm-hmm. to a certain, but man, that is uh, sounds looks like a messed up story. How long is that? Oh. Let me know. How long is it? Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't see if I can find the running time. One twenty-one. It's not one twenty-one. <laughs> two hours. It's one twenty-one. Two hours. Oh, yeah, it is two hours. Okay, no, I thought you meant an hour and twenty yeah. minutes. <laughs> oh, I love it. He's like, it's not one twenty-one. I'm like, one hundred twenty-one minutes. It is. <laughs> I thought it was an hour and twenty-one minutes. I was going to go see it today. No. That would be a horror film. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a horror true. film type. That's true. That's time. horror film time. You're absolutely yeah. right. Well, um, just... The other big movie that is out, by the way, that is doing extremely well is Judy with Renee Zellweger. Oh, I, I was just going to ask yep. you about Judy, what the yep. buzz is, because I really want to see that oh. movie. Me too. It's, it's, uh... so, the story is a little uneven. However, the performance is worthy of going to the movie theater and buying the ticket. Um, this film last week came in seventh at the box office, but it was a limited release. And uh, primarily the ticket buyers were over 35 um, or oh, older. Yeah. And the other yep. thing that's interesting is the fact that it made $6,700 per screen, which was higher than any movie that came out last week. Wonderful. So it's actually doing really, really well. I understand it has a huge gay audience because I guess there have been a long history of gay men loving Judy Garland. Mm-hmm. Now they love her daughter. Is, now they love her daughter. That's is, right. Yeah. Is Renee Zellweger saying? Brenda Judy. Is, is Renee, Brenda Judy is an actual thing. Is Renee saying the same things that Joaquin is saying that the character made them depressed? Because I would think playing Judy Garland would be worse than trying to play oh, the God. Joker. <clears throat> I agree. Oh. Uh, I would imagine you take some of that home with you because she's also playing Judy Garland at the tail end of her career and her life, which <clears throat> was you know yeah. fraught with financial difficulties and depression and addiction that wasn't easy by any means oh man give me a, give me the prozac now that'd be a hard <laughs> one to, that'd be a hard one to watch i mean it just just to see just her arc of her career and how she was so so sexual successful and she was so admired yeah. and was such a star and then she just sort of up in smoke kind of thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's true hey in the movie she doesn't drop a deuce in the bed does she at the end Oh my God! She do what? that in her life? Yeah, I guess. So. Oh, well, I mean, no, when they I, die, that's... I don't know that story. Are you gonna tell it now? <laughs> oh man! Well, apparently, a lot of people when they die, they poop their pants, yep. and if you're mm-hmm. in bed, you poop the bed when you mm-hmm. die. So that's it. Do you remember uh, Tracy Allman's great impression of uh, Renee Zellweger? Did oh, you... I don't. Oh, you didn't. Oh, my God, it's one of the greatest mm-hmm. quotes of all time because she, and Tracy Ullman, I don't know how she pulled it off, but she looked exactly like Renee Zellweger. And she goes, all I'd like to do at this point in my career is project who I really am, my joy, my happiness, my narcissistic squint. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest. You know, she's got that squint. She does have the squint. There's no doubt about it. All right, so I want to see Judy. That's very good. I want to see The Irishman. And what else did we mention? Yeah, At Home. And at Joker home. was the other one. Yeah, the and Joker. I think, that, I think Joker is going to be one that you just have to be in the mood to see. 
I don't, you know, you're not like, let's go see a comedy. Oh, The Joker. Not that film. No. Oh, I think that's, I think that film's going to be just really depressing. I would the love that. Just the, the character just looks. Yeah, you know, I, I also think, you know, I know Aurora, Colorado, they were upset by the film, of yep. course, coming out yep. because of the, the shooting in the movie theater that happened there. But also today is the anniversary of Las Vegas shooting. And I'm like, it's kind of a yep. weird week to release the movie. I, I, they probably don't look at things like that, but because, you know, the Joker sort of has similarities to someone who, you know, is sort of disenfranchised and then all of a sudden starts, like, shooting people up, angry man. It does relate to a lot of mass shootings. You know what's amazing is I just thought of something that two years ago, I think it's next week or in two weeks, was our last trip to Vegas before we start? We're going to go to Nashville this year. Why, are you coming to Nashville? You promised me you were coming to Nashville. I did. Yes. What am I doing in Nashville? We're doing a, we're doing two morning shows there. That's amazing. You never invite me to these things. I invited like you right on this show. Happening. You liar! I invited when you. When did you invite me? Two we weeks ago. We have other witnesses. We have other we have <laughs> other witnesses. <clears throat> but in any case, so the last time we went to Vegas, and you were there, Ralphie boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you get out of the, the uh, car at the hotel right on the strip. You look up, and there is that window covered with, uh, with metal and boards. Yeah. The window that he broke out to shoot everybody. Ooh. Seeing that just a couple of weeks later was really eerie. Yeah. Yeah. My God, that was eerie. And I, I was told that that room has just gone away. It no longer exists. It doesn't exist. Yeah. The, 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 the wall is just plain wall now. Yep. It just no longer exists. God. Can you, I mean, it was a couple of weeks later. It was as creepy as if I was there when he did it. My God, that was creepy. Yeah. And and I and I, uh, I I ran into someone who was there. Oh, you did. And had severe severe PTSD. Oh, I could see. I that. I mean, it yeah. was mm-hmm. so sad. And I said, "You need help. You need help like every day for a long time because you yeah. just really are not well." Were you oh, talking to me? Oh, no, I wasn't talk, talking to <laughs> no, somebody. I wasn't talking. It was, and it, it was. I was shocked <laughs> by that. But she was there, yeah. and oh, yeah, yeah, and and had had. Uh, was still wearing a bra that had had uh, had uh, not blood on it, but she had had had, been, had a piece of fragment of bullet that had gone through it. Oh just, God! Just, I mean, it, it, that oh. it, it is it is truly hard to comprehend uh, the terror, and but the other senses that are there, you're seeing things and you are smelling things that leave oh. incredible, yeah. you know, the 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 the, the, the smells would just be horrific. And that's something that really is a, a triggering mechanism, maybe stronger than any of your other senses. Any of your other senses. I would imagine that's true. All right, Kristen, so we're going to close on, uh, uh, back on the Joker for one second. Do you think anybody who plays the Joker will ever top the line, why so serious? That was the scariest damn <laughs> oh, line. It's like, oh my god, that scared me. I'm sitting in the theater going, oh wait a minute. <laughs> uh, that was his, Heath Ledger's portrayal of the Joker was mm-hmm. incredible. Not to say that Joaquin Phoenix is not a hell of an actor because he is, but I don't know. Is it? Do you think I should go see the Joker? I think so. I think you would enjoy it, um, at least the performance and. 
it's an interesting sort of juxtaposition to what Heath did. I mean, because Heath also like lived and breathed this role, and I think that yeah, um, Joaquin did the same thing. It's a very dark character. Like, how do you shake it? That's another one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that is a very dark character. You're right about that. There's no getting around that. I, and and many actors are just on the edge of sanity. And I, and I mean this in a good way because oh, you, I think that's you, true. Yeah. Right. you can't do what you do not being there. And I and I'm speaking to that from, you know, my my kids were acting and I can see that element of that in them where they can just sort of slip into slip into this uh non-real world or make it up in their head and 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 if you're living breathing that character, you know, you are susceptible to really uh you know, damage yourself or you know, affecting you in a very emotional way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Once again, I think it's why Heath was so, yeah. I was just going to say it's why he was self-medicating during yeah. the filming. Yeah, I understand. Your hour shot by again, Kristen. We don't start having you That's on good. for two hours. We should have you on two hours. Two hours? That's a long time. Why, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, do, yeah, do, do we have two-hour Kristen money? I don't know. Yeah, we're going to get Kristen I know. money. Yes, my pay will have to be doubled. I like it. Oh, no, no, we'll negotiate that. All right, sister, we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, Kristen. Kristen Bird. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, entertainment reporter. Number Los one. Angeles. She is as good as it gets. I love her. If you got, if you got, I know we have to go to break, but if you want to look up something really creepy, look up Heath Ledger and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. They look like the same person, and I'm not kidding. Oh, geez, they, that's not the same person. That's Heath Ledger and that's oh Joseph God. Gordon-Levitt. They're identical. Wow. Yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I know. It's like oh. So it's like me and Brad Pitt. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. We'll be back. Are you with the Catherine? <laughs> yeah, what are you, Catherine?